0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Critical Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Good, and joining me once again is my go-to podcast compadre, Mr. Joe Lever. And Joe, if I were to say the words, wait, I'm coming undone, what would you say in response? Something. <laughs> I'm coming undone. I-, I rate. I'm coming undone too late. I'm coming undone. What looks so strong, so Indemibly. delicate. How you doing? Saw it live. It was a good time. Yeah, man, we saw, seen that we've seen them live twice now. Isn't that great? Yeah, I, I keep, they actually played that song the last time we saw them. It's all a blur for me. I can't even. I don't even. Yeah, I. I think the was blood was pouring out of my eyes. Anyway, uh, I rate <laughs> that line. I still, man, I can't get it in my head. I think I still. Missing it, I probably just did in the beginning. There, he never says I'm late. He says I rate. I always say I'm late because he's not. <laughs> like he's like I'm late. I didn't make it on time. Like that's my biggest fear coming out. Uh, we're not just talking about corn though uh, <laughs> on this show. We love talking about games, movies, uh, TV, just or pop culture in general, movies and things like that. A bunch of different things. And uh, yeah, this week we're gonna do something a little bit different because we had some questions come in from our lovely legionnaires talking about upcoming Godzilla vs. King Kong film. I have not seen the trailer yet, even though I think I've already been spoiled on the big twist. Not really surprising. Uh, And I'm not going to ruin it for anybody else here who hasn't seen it, but I am an old school Godzilla fan, for those who don't know. Joe might know this, but I used to watch the Godzilla shows, like the movies when I was a kid, a ton. I'd have my mom, like, trace the boxes or, like, draw, like, the monsters on the boxes, like, Space Godzilla and stuff. And I, I just was infatuated with them. And even as an adult, I realized that they're guys in suits, like, on sound stages. And that's probably how they cranked them out so fast. And the human drama was never super good. Uh, it's usually, like, aliens that came just, like, from outer space and were trying to team up with one of the bad monsters to fight Godzilla. Whatever else. <laughs> but I love... Godzilla. Godzilla is one of my favorite fictional characters of all time, and I thought today would be kind of fun to go back over some of his villains, the ones I know best, maybe a few uh, that might be newer to folks, uh, and talk about the ones that have been seen in live action, and maybe what we could see down the line, potentially. Who knows? Uh, and today we're going off of ScreenRant.com's Godzilla Movie Villains Toho Explained. So they put 15 um, monsters on there. Um, plenty I'm familiar with, a few I'm not familiar with that I kind of want to dig into today. Before we start, though, Joe, Godzilla, we've seen Godzilla 2014. We saw it in IMAX together. Uh, basically, we're there for the roars, which thankfully they played one roar before the movie even started and it like shook the whole place. So it was oh, like, oh, yeah, was that looks like, <laughs> cool. I won't lie. That was yeah. great. Uh, but like, where do you stand on Godzilla? Do you, do you love him, hate him? What do you, what do you feel? Uh,
1: the new stuff I appreciate. Okay. Um, I've always been a fan of monster movies to a certain degree. Um, I like kind of the lore behind Godzilla and the nuclear energy and all that good stuff, it's kind of cool. Um, and then even the monarch um, background and history there and how that ties in. I think it's fun, I, yep. I do like it. Um, you know, I try not to get caught up in the whole Well, really, on Earth, I mean, he could never support his own weight, yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> and all that good stuff, you know. Um, so. Yeah, I appreciate it, and I'm, I've always been one for, like, aesthetics and monster design and stuff like that, and, uh, and you know, I branch off into, like, horror and, and monster movies in that realm as well, so um, this being more of the, like, sci-fi side of things, um, I like it, I like it, and I, I guess I always have, kind of like Godzilla, um, I, I did enjoy, um, what was it, like, the 2001 or 1999 version?
0: Oh, you're talking 98? about the ninety-eight or seven one? That's the one that's like critically panned, like that one, one with Matthew Broderick.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the eating fish and all that. And it always had like the like kind of like um like boat haul snout for some yeah. reason. It was always a little odd. But it was a little more uh you know, nimble looking and and the scale wasn't quite is big is is the current modern Godzilla who I think is more uh, reflective of the original um but uh even that that one I did appreciate and kind of like I thought that was a well-done movie for its time um and and now I think they've definitely taken a step up the ladder uh, with the 2014 and then most recently what the 2019 or 20
0: version yeah i think it was 19 and i could be wrong was it 2014 yeah, or 16 i forget which. Which one that like godzilla with the, the
1: i think it was 14 yeah it was because okay. I... we saw it in Rosedale right at the mall yeah yeah AMC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh yeah if you want to come to minnesota come to the like the, there's like two or three IMAXs here like yeah i think i think there used to be more maybe i don't know anyway uh what i was going to say though about all that, Joe, is, side note, about Zilla, they call it Zilla now, the one from the Matthew Broderick Godzilla film, is what Toho did. Toho, who owns the rights to uh, Godzilla, and I think originally might have okayed the design for that version of Godzilla uh, when they were doing it. They bought the rights back uh, for that specific version of Godzilla, named it Zilla, just Zilla, and in... One of these big, like, the biggest um, Godzilla fight movie. It's called, like, End Wars or something. And Godzilla fights every monster, like, from his rogues gallery. And Zilla's in there. And Godzilla, like, original recipe Godzilla, like, destroys regular Zilla. Like, crushes it into, like, the Sydney Opera House or something. Like, it's, it's one of those things that they, like, bought the rights back just to, like crush it underneath their boot and be like that's what we think of your godzilla we don't think much of it and it's like oh poor zilla i was like oh zilla didn't ask for this uh but yeah uh yeah so obviously you you have some familiarity with the franchise but you didn't watch king of the monsters like we talked about we before the show i have not seen the latest and greatest okay that's all right well that's something we're going to talk about a little bit today because there's a few monsters in there that uh, might be on this list might not be on this list that I do want to get into just a little bit but yeah so if you're unfamiliar with Godzilla and uh, those villains or those monsters then uh, maybe look this up I might link it so you guys can check it out as well and you can follow along with us but at the tip top of this list uh, Monster Zero aka King Ghidorah three headed dragon from space uh, which is a pretty crazy thing to think about Uh, I remember seeing this one back in the day And one of the old Godzilla movies, I think it's Godzilla versus Gigan, uh, and Godzilla or Gigan, uh, who we'll get to later on, but Ghidorah team up together to fight Godzilla. And yeah, uh, Joe, I know you're aesthetically, uh, kind of minded three headed dragon shooting lightning from space. Does this live up to that potential for you when you're just thinking about that idea? You know what I mean?
1: I want to know how he, did he come on a meteor, like a dorm, like was he dormant coming in on a meteor? And even, even then, where does, where, yeah, whatever. See, I, I can't get caught up in the actual, like how does it work thing? Like, don't worry about it. Doug. What does this thing breathe? It doesn't breathe. It doesn't need oxygen. We oh, talked okay, about a space so not dust. not a living organism. It's
0: space a dust. It's it space it.
1: dust. Yes, uh, of course. But of course, um, I mean, what do I think about it? I, I wonder how it gets anything done. You know, wouldn't they just fight all the time? Like, no, I wanna go this way. No, yeah. I wanna go that way. <laughs> like, I feel like that. Yeah. Um no, nah, I, I mean I kid. And all in all seriousness, I mean it is a pretty uh aesthetically, I mean it's a pleasing design for a monster. It's pretty um what's the word i mean there's some gravitas to its design like it looks like it could wreak some havoc and and uh take care of some people i mean just in the imagery i see here on the list i mean they show it kind of like head in the clouds kind of a thing monstrous is all get out and it's you can't even yeah it's it's impressive yeah and the whole lightning aspect of it i mean i haven't seen that particular film so like i wonder if there's some sort of like organic feeling to it like electric like bioelectric charge to it um kind of like an electric eel sure. so to speak i know it can shoot it out in like more of a beam style thing but i hope they at least give it kind of like an organic feel um Not instead really. of like okay i'm
0: sorry it's it's just like a lightning laser beam it's true to the old-fashioned ways, yeah That's okay. Yeah. You have, once you see it, maybe you'll be like, oh, I get it. The nice thing about it is it, like, dusts people, if I remember correctly. Like, if it hits somebody, they're just turned to dust. Like, they're gone. It's not like, a, oh, they got zapped, and they're like, mm, and they fall over. It's like, and you're like, oh, wow. Like, they're like just incinerated or just disintegrated, just, um, which is pretty cool. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot, a lot of, energy. of energy. I don't exactly understand how King Ghidorah works, but again, we're not we're not here to think about that, um, more so just the design. And once you actually see this film, which you might because it's on HBO Max, uh, wings, but, feet, one tail. It's got so guess what? It's got uh it's one tail that splits into 3, and the way they present it in the film King of the Monsters is a little bit different than uh, what I'm used to. So you were talking about the heads before and they apparently all have kind of a personality. I think there's the one in the middle is like the leader. But the way they kind of move around is they treat the tail like a rattlesnake sort of. So the, the three tails will kind of come up behind it and will shake like it's ready to attack, like it's warning you. So that's a pretty cool aspect of it. So this thing, it doesn't have any yeah. feet. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say it. it should It doesn't have arms the way we think. It has big feet. So it's probably more of like, um, it's like a reverse worm. Is that possible? Wait, is that? No, no, it'd be a regular worm. Yeah, yeah, because like dragon worms, like the ones, if they have four legs, they're a dragon, but if they only have the two legs, they're a worm. Either way, big chunky legs. It's got two big chunky legs, typically, usually, and then it uses its kind of um, other heads as obviously attackers, but like arms sometimes too, if they want to grab prey, they'll kind of grab it with two of those, like, you know, kind of grab and pick up with that, and then the other one can kind of can bite as well or it can wrap around kind of like a snake because they have super long necks. Uh yeah. It's a pretty uh okay. crazy monster. There's a lot going on there. But the lightning breath kind of his big his big kind of move, which is pretty neat. I like it. Uh I'm just I was happy that they actually adapted that lightning breath. <laughs> I was like, oh they're gonna do lightning breath, they totally are. Uh which is cool. So yeah, that's uh that's King Eudora. Uh where where does this kind of like sit for you right now? Do you like it?
1: Do I like King Ghidorah? I mean I do. I do. Um I was just looking up some more imagery of King Ghidorah. You get those old and images. All its renditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some older ones.
0: I don't know if they did that like puppeteering, because there's usually like a guy in there, so maybe he used his arms for the other heads, or if they had it on strings and they moved it around because they kind of they would kind of like sit next to it sure. and kind of move around a little bit. I remember it always had this really interesting kind of echoing noise that it would make this kind of reverberating kind of more high pitched noise which is pretty cool like when it shot lightning yeah it was it's a cool monster uh and there's actually a different incarnation which i think they're hinting at potentially in the future which is mecha king Ghidorah, where it lost its center head and they replaced it with a robot head uh believe it or not i'm gonna grab this right now for our um, viewers at home who actually want to see this. Uh, if you're only listening to this, I'm sorry. But this is Mecha King Ghidorah. And as you can see here, he gets some cool metal wings. And I don't have his tail on right now. I don't I don't know where his tail is, but this is Mecha King Ghidorah. Pretty cool, huh?
1: Who did this
0: for him? <laughs> uh, this would be... I don't know if it's the same group who ends up making like Mecha Godzilla. There are people who like will find like this might be i think after he dies like they can like resurrect him and then like try to control him because there's always people trying to do that sort of thing it's like you know the the middle head was missing so they replaced it with a like a robot head and they're like we can control it now but then they give like metal wings and all this stuff that's pretty cool yeah toho 1994 but made in china so there you go uh (laughs) made in china (laughs) japanese company in the united states here we go uh but anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, so that's that's King Ghidorah and Mecha King Ghidorah. I don't remember if, like, Mecha King Ghidorah, I'm sure it's, like, stronger in some ways. I don't know if, like, the laser or the lightning in its metal head is better or different. But uh, that's something that I really wouldn't be surprised to see from what they hinted at at the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters. I was like, oh, they're doing Mecha, yeah. King-, or Mecha King Ghidorah. Like, it's probably going to happen. yeah. Anyway, Joe, let's move on to the next one down this list. This is one I am not familiar with, and I feel bad. Uh, Kamakurus, Kam- Kamakurus. Uh They're like big ant monsters. Giant ants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've seen this movie. Apparently, Godzilla kills two of them. One gets away, but then he ends up fighting. Oh, it's Final Wars, not End Wars. Final Wars. Fights another one in Final Wars. I don't know. There's not too much okay. to say about them. They're, they're not wild. ants. They're apparently giant mantises. Oh, I'm sorry. You're like right. That. My bad too. They look like giant ants as well. Um, they're okay. Uh, I don't know. They're. I think it's the eyes. Like I, I kind of want them to do more with it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have much personality. It looks like trash mobs almost. <laughs> Just like kill, them, <laughs>
1: kill them all. <laughs> Creepy nonetheless. Kill it. Kill it with fire yeah, before reproducing. And especially it.
0: they're going to be huge. Um, and then speaking of kind of like in this same vein with like like kind of animals being blown up we've got i think it's ebira ebira which is like a giant lobster or crab yeah uh, looks lobster-esque not this is one of those things that crab you like, find like on skull island like where kong is like you just be like it's a giant lobster crab and you're like oh no like it's like it's just <laughs> yeah, that's all it is <laughs> like i don't know um it, it doesn't not super compelling to me i think the idea is there but i don't know what do you what do you think about this one
1: uh, you know, it doesn't stand out like what you would get out of King Ghidorah or yeah. uh, even Mothra to a certain degree. Or um, what's the Pteranodon one? Oh, Rodan. Rodan. Old yeah, Tarno I mean, Rodan. those are standouts. Yeah. You know, they're more monster esque like uh, Godzilla. Um, and, and I think in order for it to be a compelling, interesting uh, villain. It, in 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 the in the group, they got to stand out a little bit. They got to be able to stand on their own. And oh, if yeah. it's just a reincarnation of something that we have normal sizes of, yeah, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it just seems a little anticlimactic.
0: Yeah, totally. plus uh,
1: there are, it needs to be something that's got a creepy vibe to it, right? Something right, that actually kind of scares people in the first place, yeah. maybe. Oh, totally.
0: Well, yeah. apparently, I'm just reading this here now. It says that originally Toho was supposed to use this one to fight King Kong. I didn't read that before, so I'm happy that I Toho and I were on the same page. Uh, and they are like, yeah, and then we had to fight Godzilla, and Godzilla ripped its claws off, and it got destroyed. You're like, <laughs> you're like okay. Because against King Kong, this would be more of a fight, because you're like, giant ape versus giant crab. There is a concept. But when you're like, giant crab versus super dinosaur that shoots lasers, you're like, yeah, um, it kind of loses. A little bit there, um, which is okay, that's fine, but uh, yeah, it's fine. Not a huge a huge fan. Uh, next, fine. Ne- fine, we'll say fine, it's fine. We don't need to rank all these, but uh, you know, we're, we might. Um, I to pick my favorite, pick your favorite, pick your favorite. Uh, the next one, I again, I'm not familiar with this one, I don't know why because it seems like one that I would have liked as a kid, but it's uh, it's a Gabara. It's like yep. it's this one's weird because apparently, um, a, like a kid, um, dreamed about. Gabara being defeated by Godzilla because like and cuz the kid like dreamt him into reality or something. <laughs> Some of these movies get really nuts. Uh I don't know. Uh I think there's there's supposed to be something here obviously where it's about bullying um and this is where like the manifestation comes from and godzilla for people who don't know godzilla is really like the Uh-oh. manifestation of the the japanese culture's fear of the atomic age and what happened um at the end of world war ii So that's why godzilla is very poignant so i don't know if they were trying to kind of recreate that again in a smaller <laughs> way maybe potentially with this this idea here uh Again, I'm not super I'm not super familiar with this one. He looks okay. He looks like kind of a Godzilla ripoff almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not not that he's bad. He just looks like he's kind of like I don't know.
1: But with like a weird reptilian cat face.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that's kind of like <laughs> it's a little it almost looks like it doesn't belong next to Godzilla. You know what I mean? Like fighting him. But
1: apparent apparently he was he was beaten up on Godzilla's son on Monster Island and then Godzilla squashed him
0: yeah so um (laughs) apparently Godzilla, so godzilla's got a son and it happens a lot where like the other monsters beat up on him to start the fight or like kidnap godzilla's son or whatever else Um, uh, i hate hate, hate. yeah oh i'm sorry is this was gabara like a manifestation of godzilla's son at school
1: no no what no it was a manifest just as you said a boy okay. dreaming about a bully at school and he dreamt up gabara on monster island making like what uh he was on monster island with godzilla's son gotcha. and then um and then the boy dealt with his own fears by having that dream and imagining godzilla taking out that bully
0: i was just afraid i misread it and i was like wait a sec godzilla's son was at school and then he got picked on by someone. And then he, like, dreamt yeah, uh, up this uh, other... <laughs> I was like...
1: Monsters oh. gotta learn, bro. Yeah, Come they up. gotta
0: learn, dude. Um, this next one, uh, we were kind of joking about a little bit before. And again, this is... We joke about them, but in the most loving way. Because, like, if, if we were given the chance to make these things, not necessarily that we'd make them much better. Uh, but Hidora or Hidora here, which Joe... Kind of rag, kind of, man. rag man seaweed guy uh a, a, a smog <laughs> monster that was born from a blob from space there's a lot of that going on uh fed on pollution again kind of like um gabbro right there it's kind of like the godzilla theme of like what if you know the atomic age took a form it'd be godzilla what if bullying took a form it'd be gabbro what if uh pollution took a form it's Sidora. Sure. i think that's the idea right
1: yeah I yeah there. i get it
0: yeah it's not yeah. as compelling. I, He looks fine. It's like a gigantic seaweed monster with a few eyeballs on the top.
1: But I think they're going for like the pollution, smoky, yeah, sludgy. deal. So like maybe sludge at the center, but then fumey smoke out at the outer reaches. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it was made to look kind of flowy and, and um, fluid.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, though, he could stand up to even the atomic breath of Godzilla, which I would imagine it'd be hard to take this guy down because he is flowy and fluid and if you hit him i would imagine your punches will just like get absorbed you know you hit him and be like kind of <laughs> be like, yeah
1: godzilla had trouble beating him because the toxic chemicals in his body did a lot of significant damage to his skin oh poor godzilla little little Nivea lotion you know body lotion that exactly. uh, <laughs> it right up
0: thank you Screen um, Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. the next one though i i am a big fan of uh and this is gigan Now, I remember watching this, and this might be one of the first times I saw, like, a good amount of blood in a movie as a child. uh, This Gigan is, if I had to explain it to the the listeners who are just listening, he's like a gigantic blue rooster with a cyclops red eye, two big Uh. hook scyther hands or arms, and a nice big chainsaw in the middle of his belly. Now, what Gigan can do with this is he will grab you with the hooks, pull you in, and chainsaw you, or he'll shoot you with a laser beam. Yeah. Out of his Cyclops eye? Yeah. He's messed up, oh, dude. dude. And apparently, Oh, hold on. The
1: chest chainsaw thing, you mean I, those spikes I see? Up, actually like...
0: It's like a chainsaw. Is he a like robot a or a monster? Eye. He's a monster, I believe, from space. It has to be. Yeah. Uh... I love this guy. I think he's super cool. Uh, And in the article here, it even talks about that. This was maybe one of like the the biggest beatings Godzilla ever took. Uh, And I remember seeing this as a kid and Godzilla does bleed quite a bit on this one. As you'd imagine, he's fighting a guy who's got like a, a chainsaw in his chest and big hook hands. And I just remember thinking this guy was so cool. Like he's really neat. Uh, I don't know I really what you do you think?
1: want to know how the chainsaw works.
0: Yeah. Anywho. What do you think of the design though of him? Uh besides if it is practical or not. <laughs> I mean, I
1: think in, yeah, yeah, besides if the <laughs> well, I mean, would a two stroke, four stroke, what's yeah. power in this sucker? oh <laughs> um, no, I mean I think in today's film, the way they're doing, you know, the new Godzilla yeah. movies, I think injecting him into that i think you could do something really cool um i'm not i like the whole breath ideas with some of the monsters they've been doing you know with like the the chemical energy type stuff out of the mouth i'm fine with all that yeah i get a little wonky with like eye lasers kind of um Ultimately, though, I think they could do something really creative with a monster like Gigan in today's uh, modern films. Um, I mean, and, and, you know, make him seem organic and really cool. And I think he'd be very, you know, base foundation Godzilla. But then you kind of smooth him out and dress him up with some more spiky Uh, uniform spikes, the hook hands, all that sort of stuff. You know, he's got more of a, he's got more of a sail back kind of a thing. Most likely for cooling, cooling. you know, Mm -hmm. fins, temperature regulation, you know, like, like African elephants in their ears, Mm -hmm. a lot of blood vessels in those fins there. Spinosaurus. Um, Spinosaurus. yeah, yeah, The whole thing. Anywho. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think he lends himself well to being something cool in today's modern films. It's just, uh, The chainsaw thing would be tough to do. And then the laser eye thing, I'm not a big fan of. I mean, I get in this time it was the thing, right? Yeah. It's okay. But do something. And people would be furious if you did it the way I would want it. But change it up a little bit so it makes a little more sense for an actual creature.
0: Yeah. Well, the trick with him, I guess, and this is going to be the question, if they do actually end up doing eventually like a mecha uh, King Ghidorah, is if they start doing cyborg monsters, like Gigan here, which is, I guess, cyborgian in nature, so I'm guessing that it's kind oh, of... Oh, like, is he? I guess, yeah, he's so he's got the chainsaw and the laser eye, I'm sure, were added, you know? But I'm guessing okay. the hook hands and the sail were there. The weird thing about this one is that it's got the beak, it's got the like the mandibles, and it's got a horn on the top, it's got the hook hands, it's got the sail, it's got the chainsaw. You would think that all those design elements would clutter the monster, but I don't think it does. For some odd reason, like that, like the, the golden scales, the blue, like, it all plays really well together, Oddly, I mean, I think. he looks tough. You know? Sounds
1: like he's a cheap sob. Yeah, we'll he's really. always an ally of another monster. Like, I'm not gonna go after Godzilla alone. I need a distraction.
0: Well, that's they. The thing is, like with some of these movies, they have him, you know, team up like that. But that doesn't mean that he wouldn't be decent one on one. Sometimes I think their movies, they're like, we can't do just one monster to fight Godzilla. We gotta throw in two, and then Godzilla gets a buddy that helps him out. Uh, oftentimes, so. Yeah, if you've never yeah, seen it. Like
1: yeah, scroll down the next monster. He it's oh, freaking Gigan teaming up with like two other guys. Well, it's I'll freaking
0: cheap. Tell- G- we'll get to <laughs> it. Uh but yeah, so if you haven't seen Godzilla vs. Gigan, I just recommend maybe don't watch the whole movie. Just jump to the fights. That's what I did as a kid. Uh go watch that. It's it's kind of bloody. It's not like pouring blood all <laughs> over the streets. Cause like nowadays if we did that and Godzilla bled, it would be like covering city blocks and people be drowning in Godzilla's blood, right? Like it'd be yeah, like, it's realistic. What happens if Godzilla were bleeding? Um yeah, to bring up the next point, that's uh Joe's talking about this, this is Megalon. Uh, Megalon's actually a character I like a lot because there was a game back on um, Game Boy DS. And you could play as a bunch of the monsters. And Megalon was on there. And basically, he's a big beetle with these drill arms that he can spin, uh, which allow him to dig super fast underground and kind of attack you from, you know, obviously without you knowing it uh, necessarily. And he's pretty cool. And as Joe pointed out, he's teamed up with Gigan. But don't worry, Joe. That guy in the back is not helping them out. That's Jet Jaguar. He's teamed up with Godzilla. So they do a lot of it's like wrestling. There's like, you know two-on-two matches there's a lot of like two-on-two matches so don't you worry about that okay
1: so this anti-looking one is megalon and then the robot guy in the back is a jet jaguar the robot
0: guy yep Mm -hmm.
1: and he's helping godzilla thank god because this would be so unfair
0: yeah godzilla godzilla gets a lot get some buddies and he's got some there's some guys who uh, switch teams a lot i could get one guy who's like a villain for a bit but then he becomes a good guy you know how it goes. But I like Megalon. What do you think of him, Joe? Our aesthetic department. What's
1: with the what what's with the hands?
0: The drill arms. To get going? He can drill drill arms? Yeah, he's he's a driller. He's a big cockroachy slash kind of, you know, beetle looking bug man. Instax. I can
1: okay. I'll admit I can do without him. You can do without the drill arms? You, no, just him in general. Oh. You know why? Because you know who I think like if you want to do so here's something that's cool. People think, oh, you know, because the first Godzilla, they had the, uh, oh, what were those guys called? Um, oh, the Muto. They were kinda,
0: the MUTO. Muto. The Muto yeah. yeah.
1: I thought those were actually cool, fairly practical. Um, and those are basically, to me, like that's what I picture is a big
0: cockroach. Yeah, they lack a they killer are,
1: Like, a have you film. ever seen like a wood yeah. roach?
0: Yeah, they just they're they 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 lack the killer app. They've got the EMP, but they don't have drill arms. You need the.
1: Sure, right. sure. I I think. Okay, I guess what I'm getting at is for Megalon, I guess to make bring that to like modern day film and make him integrate into the monsterverse with Godzilla, give him some sort of. Um, give him some sort of aesthetic similar to the Muto um, from the first one. Um, I'm not talking exact, but maybe something as far as the way he acts and and maybe the way he, you know, just more insectoid-like, right? Because God forbid I don't want some cockroach-like creature standing up on two legs with two arms.
0: Uh, They might have something like that in King of the Monsters that you would like. The problem is, I don't know, like, I kind of like the bipedal nature, but obviously, like, all these are bipeds. For the most part, there's a few quadrupeds because it's like guys in suits like that's just how they had to make them
1: and i'm not saying that he has to walk around like walk around on six legs i'm saying maybe he's got like uh the six legs and then he only you know, kind of walks on those but his body contorts up you know kind of like a praying mantis and then he's got the two drill arms is okay. like mandible type things or something mm. but still keep keep the idea of cockroach looking that's why i think of him anywho um just a big bug.
0: What do you think of Mothra in comparison?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the new movie, so I can't comment. It's can't a giant comment. moth, basically. It's a giant moth. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> no offense, Mothra. Mothra's great. I love Mothra. But...
1: A slightly anticlimactic monster, you know, but... Um,
0: That's one of the few movies the, where... The God gift of flight
1: and everything is a trump card a little bit, if, they, if played right.
0: Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's one where Godzilla... And Mothra's ability?
1: What is Mothra's real ability there? It's like some sort of dusty...
0: Shoots webs, can have children, and shoots like a stun spore. Kind of thing. Okay. Or a healing wave. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, The next one I feel a little bit cheap. Because not technically an actual monster. But they put it on the list. And I want to talk about him anyway. And that is my boy, Mechagodzilla. I love Mechagodzilla. Because it was like Pacific Rim before Pacific Rim was Pacific Rim. Uh, It's like two people or one person is controlling this gigantic... Like, you're controlling Godzilla instead of the mouth, though, breath. You have uh, lasers in your eyes. You have legitimate, like, finger missiles. That's a big thing he has, too. Uh, He's got a ton of different weapons. He's he's really crazy. And I don't know. I like the idea of, like, humanity saying, like, you know what, Godzilla? We're going to make you and we're going to, like, fight and take you down. And then, like, Godzilla's still winning. <laughs> it's like, we made this cool robot designed to destroy you and be just like you. And Godzilla's like, I'm still the best. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like Mecha Godzilla. I know this is, like, an old design and he's got tons of bolts and stuff in him. But I still really like the look. I don't know, Joe, how you feel about him, like, with uh, this old school look at him.
1: So Mecha Godzilla is his own... Thing there's not yeah. a bunch of guys standing in the helmet controlling him or yeah, remote no. control.
0: I said that there's a guy, there's a person in him right.
1: Okay, yeah. so it's basically like Pacific Rim, only clunkier.
0: That's just just what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's definitely paying attention. Hopefully everybody at home is paying more attention than Joe is uh...
1: <laughs> Um I don't know, to be honest, I mean with Godzilla you start to lose me when they got the whole mechanical monsters. Really? Um, not a huge
0: fan, huh? yeah okay
1: fortunately not
0: what do you think Um, of the look the design at least
1: uh scroll down to the next one i get like a full body look although that seems a little different than the one above either way i mean in any rendition i mean it's godzilla metal plated yeah um, which it's a lot of metal but yeah i mean pretty cool pretty cool Um,
0: yeah yeah uh there's a chance we'll see him in the future uh Another one I want to talk about. I, for some reason, I've missed this one as well. Uh, Titanosaurus, which I don't really know. think he's on the left there. Uh, can't say yeah. that I know him very well, or I don't remember him very well. Looks like a, another kind of Godzilla, kind of kind of reddish. Got some sails on him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, got mind-controlled by for aliens. Cooling, <laughs> for cooling, likely. For cooling, likely, likely. Um, uh, teamed up with Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla. I don't remember this. Maybe I didn't see this one. Maybe this was a while ago and I didn't. (laughs) Of course. Um, Even Mechagodzilla is cheap. Gosh. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's good. Man, Mechagodzilla is super cheap, man. That's the best thing about him. Uh, And again, maybe we'll get comments about this. I see that Mechagodzilla, he was was made by aliens originally, but then humanity took him over. So anyway. Um, But anyway, Titanosaurus. Am I saying that? I don't know if I'm saying that wrong or not, but it's fine. I don't know. Like... uh, it wasn't a I guess he was just kind of a one-off. He kind of showed up and took off after that it was like I don't want to fight anymore. You know? Yeah. I, I there's not, I don't think there's too much to say about him. honorable mention. Oh. That's Toho. Joe, they've sent the police to come get us. Did you hear that? They're coming to get us right now. They don't like what we're saying about their monster creations. Um Toho, I love you. If anybody Toho's watching this, arigato Let them us. Come. Arigato. This next one I do like, though. Uh, and I don't know if I'm going to... I'm probably going to say it wrong. Uh, Biolanti or Biolant. Uh, this one, I think, is really weird. Oh, and cool. It's, it's crazy looking, right? Like, and, the, and I quote, this is what the creation is. Uh, it's made out of. It's made from the DNA of a rose, a dead girl, and Godzilla. So that right there on paper makes me interested. Because I'm like, wait a sec. Wait, what? Um... And, and apparently bigger than a mountain, apparently, or big. Apparently it's huge, like, bigger than Godzilla. I, the thing about this monster, for people who can't see it right now, who aren't watching along, it it's like this big kind of... Um, plant-like, like, kind of almost sludge-looking thing that's got this long kind of snout, kind of crocodilian in nature, but then it also has these vines coming off of it, a very kind of uh, little shop of horrors that each have, like, their own little, like, snapping jaws. Venus flytrap bows. Yeah, he's... he's this thing's crazy-looking, man, and there's something sinister about the look of this one. I think it's one of the newer designs. Well, newer I like particular.
1: the glowing chest.
0: Yeah, that's pretty sweet, right? Like, it's pretty cool, um... Man, I don't know. This thing is uh it's freaky and I also maybe like the dark lighting that comes with this picture that helps <laughs> a lot. But what do you think, Joe? Like look at this thing. This is a I wouldn't want to fight this. It's kind of like King Ghidorah but amped up in a way with all the heads in a way.
1: Yeah, flat out when I scrolled through it uh, through the list initially, it was probably the one that stood out to me the most. I thought it was really cool. You described it quite well. Kind of picture a mountain, but the base of it is more like tree roots and there's a glowing heart in the center of that, uh, root nest. Yeah. And then up at the top of the mountain, you got like a crocodilian mouth slash head, very ominous looking with a lot of snaggly teeth coming out. Um, and yeah, and then the roots at the base of the mountain seem to turn into their own little vines with little mouths. Um, I mean, it's intense. It's cool. The size of it, apparently even dwarfs Godzilla, which is impressive as well um which means i mean must be quite the fill. Mm -hmm. so um and you're right yeah the kind of darkness of it and and it of all the monsters i see this one kind of has like a i would say like a creature from the black lagoon swamp thing vibe um so yeah i kind of like it i I like the dark ominous nature of it and the maybe more horror-esque appeal so and I, yeah i like the originated from dna of a rose and a dead girl yeah man Godzo. that's cool that's it's pretty cool
0: a, it's a vendetta that's man if you ever watch the plots or look into the plots for these movies they're all they're all just nuts it's a lot of aliens a lot of like the aliens that were actually apes or aliens that are actually bugs like came and did a thing and you're like ah um yeah that's that's a lot of that stuff uh moving on down the list though might be one of my favorites and I, I will never forget my mom tracing this one out for me when I was a kid. And I don't even remember watching this movie. But this is a Space Godzilla, which I think on paper, the name is kind of like, okay, like Space Godzilla. That's kind of weird. But like the design is like, it's Godzilla. If he had two giant crystals grafted onto his shoulders and his mouth was a little bit different. And he had like a more of like a crystal on his head kind of thing. And I think mm. he looks really cool. And he's super powerful. Uh, he's, he's just like a big kind of... Uh, energy plant if godzilla is like an energy plant he's like that but more uh i don't know i just i like him something about the jaw kind of having like it being more like spread open with like the the extra tooth or like almost mandible or i don't know what you call that little horns on the side like thing uh it it just makes him kind of freaky looking (laughs) i love the coloration too but what do you think of him
1: um, i'd agree I, yeah and the coloration i think is what gets me immediately obviously the giant crystals kind of fused into his shoulders are interesting but um yeah the coloration i think is is something that's striking to me yeah um yeah something mutated by the energy of a black hole
0: yeah which is really weird it's like godzilla's dna mutated by the energy of a black hole I wouldn't be surprised to see this guy down the line because they've already done Ghidorah and if they're doing, you know, aliens. Why not do space Godzilla?
1: Probably. It's probably like, uh, I would compare it to, uh, Oh my gosh. It's escaping me. Doomsday from Superman in DC, like oh, he's uh, dude, yeah, Ukrainian dude, mutated dealio, yes. and he's like unstoppable. He's the only monster that Godzilla's ever need needed help to defeat. That's mm-hmm. that's saying something right there. I isn't guess kind
0: of, sorta, yeah, uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on Space Godzilla? I just think he's super cool. He apparently kidnaps oh, Godzilla's oh, son, like,
1: like ripped muscular flesh. I like that. That's mm-hmm. neat. Kidnaps Godzilla's son, of course. I mean that's first move for any villain, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't understand cool. how like he's like, I've got your son now, Godzilla. He's like, meet me on this island or meet me in Japan, and we'll settle this. It's like, if you showed up, if any monster shows up and calls out Godzilla, Godzilla's like, oh yeah, let's dance. Like, Godzilla's never like, no, 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 I'd rather not. I'm gonna.
1: You know what they call me? They call me King of the Monsters. King.
0: King well, I'm monsters. from
1: space. I didn't say King of Earth.
0: Yeah, I said <laughs> King of the Pacifists. No no, thanks, buddy. Uh,
1: See, we're writing this next movie
0: already. You're welcome. Uh, this next one's weird to me because I apparently I have seen this show, but I didn't remember it because it's only showed up once. This is Batra. Now, Batra, evil counterparts, kind of the, um, the, the yang to the ying or whatever uh, for Mothra. And this movie paints Godzilla kind of as the villain. Because Godzilla, it's Godzilla versus Mothra. And Mothra's kind of protecting humanity. So Godzilla fights Mothra's kids. I think kills one or two of them. They're like big kind of brown roaches. And then Batra ends up like realizing like that Mothra will have to team up together to fight Godzilla. Uh, and then Batra dies during this whole thing. And I was like, why do I not remember this thing? But it's kind of cool. Like it's Mothra. And that's kind of what Mothra looks like, Joe, even though they call it Batra imagine the face of mothra but if it was black if you're just watching or if you're just listening to this but for you joe like this is what mothra looks like just a different color variation a little bit it's a little more friendly and it looks the face yeah, is more like Mothra's a moth so
1: friendly and cute. The
0: blue eyes you know the big kind of buggy blue eyes this one's a little more like yeah. i got red eyes i'm creepy um but another flying monster you know uh it's fine i'm i'm It's okay. Like, (laughs) I think it's cool. I think a modern day version of this though would be really sick. Like if you lean a little more into the bat stuff instead of just calling it like Batra because it looks like it's got like the Mothra wings, give it kind of the bat wings. Like you're getting close to Rodan territory there,
1: but... Oh, hold on. Is this supposed to be a bat or
0: a damn moth or butterfly? It's supposed to be the counterpoint to Mothra which I don't know if it's supposed to be... A, that's what and the, the name throws you off, right? Because you're like, you think bat, yeah, bat okay, and well, it's like a bat, but it looks like it's got insectoid wings. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of... Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's just something... I thought was interesting. They could do it, uh, and once you see King of the Monsters, they do justice to Mothra. I think they could, if they went... Um, they, well, they've already done an evil flying monster, I guess, with Rodan, sort of. Uh, evil slash good. Uh, he's one of those that flips sides a bit, but... Yeah, maybe Batra wouldn't show up then because they've already kind of done this one. It wouldn't be as compelling.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't think an honorable mention.
0: An honorable mention, yeah. But what do you think of it, just from the look of it? From again, somebody who's not really familiar with these.
1: I mean, insectoid uh, winged insects. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I picture it as kind of, uh, yeah, Mothra. I mean, I've seen clips of Mothra in the movie. I mean, I. I would expect it to be all of those things just colored different and maybe a little more aggressive looking.
0: Yeah. This next one is really interesting to me because I like the idea that it was birthed from a previous battle uh, for Godzilla. And that is Destroya. Uh, And yeah, fun name, right? Uh, So Destroya was born from the the attack on Godzilla that was using the thing called the Oxygen Destroyer, which uh, people watch King of the Monsters, they will know that weapon. Uh, they use it kind of briefly in that movie. It's kind of a bigger deal than they make it out to be. But basically what this thing does is it destroys all the oxygen in an area, uh, which causes, like, this uh, massive explosion, apparently. Uh, and for Destroyer, what happened was it was, like, it was, it came from the, the combination of the oxygen destroyer being used, um, some kind of, it was, like, pl- like. What was it sea life or something and some of Godzilla's DNA being nearby. And eventually it came all together uh, or group of crustaceans. It says here, um, and became destroy Uh, and that's a monster that Godzilla had a hard time dealing with. And if you can see it here, it's another one of those kind of space Godzilla types, Joe, where it's like the Godzilla base, kind of look but like the the head is really different space
1: Godzilla design with with uh predator mouth
0: predator mouth yeah exactly yeah for sure uh and i think it also has like some crystally type things on it as well sort of but yeah what do you think of this thing man it's i think it's kind of a i love the face honestly again maybe it's just like space Godzilla <laughs> cranked up
1: i do too i mean i like the head design of it it's very intense and and scary mm-hmm. um very toothy um but looking at it, it reminded me more of like, like I totally expected it came from the depths of hell, close to the earth's core, uh, <laughs> For sure, it has that vibe. rumored to be a bit, Rumor to have been created by by the devil himself. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what it, that's more what it that looks devil. like. Like it's got the kind of horns, it's got a one yeah. unicorn, it's got like mandible teeth on the side and the normal jaws, but red eyes and you know a very furrowed
0: brow. I mean, oh, dude, journey to I the so, center of the earth, man. That's what this is. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it it's
1: basically. Weird. Like, it reminds me of, like, uh, like if I think back to, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! days with yeah. collecting the cards, I think of, like, a Red Skull.
0: Oh, Red Eyes Black Dragon, dude.
1: The, no, the, oh, the summon, summon, skull. Skull. summon Skull. And then maybe you combine him with the Red Eyes Black Dragon. Yeah, that was bit. a monster. The, it was Black
0: Skull Dragon. It was it was okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kind of like that, only that maybe the mouth is a little different. But that's what I would picture it as. Dude,
0: yeah, for sure. That's a great... Dude, that's a great, great plug.
1: Yeah, sorry, I thought you said Red Eyes, Black Dragon, but yeah, Black Skull Dragon. Yeah, and then right.
0: they combined together to make that, which is so cool. Yeah,
1: I which I mean, back in yeah. the day, you know,
0: you know, that was probably like one of my favorites. Yeah, was, I loved Red, Red Eyes, Eyes, man. I love that every time it showed up, they had a guitar solo for it. It was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I, you like looked at his attack points. You're like, it's not stronger than Blue Eyes, but I'm, I'm glad it's here. <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, I liked it more. I, I thought yeah. uh, I, I actually thought Summon Skull was badass, dude. So I'm fine I with that. I thought, yeah, that's good,
0: dude. Thank you. I loved Summon Skull. Uh, I think I've talked about this. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but a few years ago, I made a deck. I don't know because I knew some people who were making Yu Gi Oh decks. I made it like a Darkness and Fire Demon deck, and I wanted like more fiends and things like that. But Summon Skull, I thought was always so underrated. Because I was like, oh my gosh, Yugi, I know you've got your Dark Magician. And the best thing about Dark Magician was that you could use a million specific spell cards for him. Summon Skull was like, uh, you could kind of, in the show, you'd mix him with black, or Red Eyes Black Dragon to make that cool black Skull Dragon or whatever. And it was like, oh, that thing's sick. You're like, oh, that thing was amazing. I was like, oh, that's just and a At card. the end of
1: the day, that thing was more powerful than the three Blue Eyes, right? It was stronger
0: than regular Blue Eyes. I think it's 3,200 attack points. I might be wrong on that. 000? Thirty-two hundred, not a thousand. Yeah, um, oh, you're talking about okay. ultimate, ultimate blue eyes white dragon, which was forty-five hundred. Which really? the math doesn't really line up because if you take two, if you take three, three thousand like power dragons and put them together, like that doesn't. But it's fine. It's not, that's not how the show worked. You know, it's not, that's not how the show worked. And that was before the special abilities really started kicking in. We're going on a whole other tangent here. Do you guys want to hear a Yu-Gi-Oh! episode? Because we'll totally do it. We'll do a Yu-Gi-Oh! episode.
1: Well, I'm kind of curious did uh, did uh, Black Skull Dragon didn't that win a battle against the one guy who had the blue
0: eyes? They No, they teamed up to use Black Skull Dragon because they love to do this on the show. Uh, Joey and Yu-Gi teamed up against these two brothers who were in this maze and they used that combo to destroy their um their gate guardian even though neither of them ever had like that card because in that game if like you had a card joe and i had a card we we dueled together i could use a polymerization to bring two monsters together (laughs) i'd be like we don't own this card but we just made it and then like just that's how it would work so yeah
1: but no joey battles the big guy the bad guy who has the blue eyes and something he brings black uh-huh. skull dragon out, and isn't it like a big deal, like a big win or something? Uh, I don't, uh, I need a history lesson. Somebody be. come up, all right. Yeah. Moving on, if
0: you guys want a Yu Gi Oh! episode, tell us and we will research this stuff more. So, anyway, that's uh, just story uh, he was I'm pretty dope, pretty yeah, pretty great Created right? by the devil himself. I'm yeah. leaving this in, okay. Yeah. This next one, Joe, I've got a personal connection to. This is Orga now, Orga looks kind of xenomorphish uh in a sense yep. big alien created by hr geiger yep uh this one's cool because this is godzilla 2000 i remember seeing this in theaters with my dad um and weirdly enough there was like no one else in the theater but a few rows in front of me my cousin showed up randomly which is funny but i remember being in this big theater uh and it was all red seats way back in the day when they didn't have all the recliners and stuff just big red, just a ton of red seats and no one was in this theater i remember seeing this movie and I think, if I'm not mistaken, Orga is this alien that shows up with, like, a spaceship. And Godzilla fights and destroys the spaceship. And Orga's whole thing is, like, it can absorb and become, like, other creatures. That's kind of like its shtick. It's and this Godzilla, Godzilla 2000, which there is a difference between regular Godzilla, original recipe, and Godzilla 2000. Godzilla 2000 was a bit bigger. The, the spines were a bit crazier. The face got redone a little bit. And when it lit up, Joe, it wouldn't be blue, it'd be orange on its back. Uh, Like, big red-orange, like, the plates, the Stegosaurus plates would glow that way. So at the end of the film, spoiler alert for this movie that came out 20 years ago, 21 years ago now, uh, Godzilla, like, puts its head or his head in Orga's mouth. Because Orga can, like, open his mouth super wide, I believe. And it's, like, starting to slowly turn into Godzilla. And you're like, oh my gosh, this thing's going to kill Godzilla. Because it kind of beat him up and it was going to, like... Absorb him and become Godzilla and kill Godzilla. But then, Joe, what you see is you see all the spikes start to glow orange. And Godzilla blasts it right through the back of, like, its throat. And, like, rips it apart. And I was like, as a kid... As like a 10 year old, I was like, yes, I was like, Kill him! I was like yes, it was so cool because it was like this whole like, oh, he's going to die. And it was like Godzilla's got one move left because like the atomic breath wasn't working on the exterior. So Godzilla's like, gonna stick my, my head in its mouth and blow it up that way. Totally worked. Godzilla, you're great. I think it's an OK design. What do you think about it? Uh,
1: I mean, I this one's second to the mountain crocodile. Oh, the uh, Bel- 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 Bi- Biolante, <laughs> second to Biolante. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I do like the xenomorphic design, the abilities that you describe, I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, absorbing and kind of cloning Godzilla—that's neat. Um, more alien esque. I think that's appealing um it's also as you described it from that 2000 movie um it's actually makes you puts you on the edge of your seat like godzilla might lose yeah right i like that i like that a lot
0: especially as a 10 year old like i know godzilla's probably not gonna lose but even then i was just like oh this is so cool i also love godzilla's redesign and there was a game that came out on gamecube and it was like, uh, and it, you could play as regular Godzilla or uh, 2000 Godzilla or any of these monsters for the most part. But I remember my sister got it for me as a gift and the little discs that came on the GameCube, Joe, I don't know if you remember, and they were like this big, they're really tiny. Yeah. She gave that to me before I got a GameCube, which I was pretty sure I was going to get for my birthday, which basically told me at the time, I was like, oh, so I'm probably getting a GameCube for my birthday. <laughs> I, was sure. like, I was like, mm, okay, they kind of worked together on this. But yeah. I, I just, I like Godzilla 2000, uh, for that reason, that kind of intro or the ending, I should say the intro to, um, to this guy who just gets annihilated Orga. Pretty cool though. Uh, last one on this list is I'm going to probably butcher this Megagurus, not to be confused with Angurus. This looks more like what I think Batra should have looked like. Um, do you know what (laughs) I mean? You know, like he, he's like a creepy, bad, scary Mothra. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh prehistoric dragonfly stole Godzilla's power and they gave it to their queen. So that's what it says here in screen rants. <laughs> so I don't know. It's fine. I like the look of it. It's kinda of freaky. It reminds me for people who like Starcraft. Looks like one of the Zerg, like a Zergling, just like with wings. Um which I think some Zerglings do have. What do you think, Joe? Kinda of freaky looking. Maybe. Crustacean
1: or... meets bat meets the horned lizard from oh, the desert.
0: Yeah, for sure. The horned lizard on the head. You're getting the crustacean from the pincers?
1: Yeah, and the legs. Okay. And okay, just sure. the arm replating. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, arthropodian um, in style. It's
1: arthropodian, fun. but then put a horned lizard in there and you're good to go.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's fun. Like I said, I think it's okay. Nothing It's not bad. Not, not the greatest.
1: Yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, if you took that and you, you know the size and everything i think it would be more um compelling than like a mothra or a bat batra
0: yeah uh one that isn't on this list because he kind of switches from being a good guy to bad guy or bad guy to a good guy i should say rodan who you will probably see in king of the monsters joe if you watch it or people who have seen king of the monsters uh Mm -hmm. large pteranodon not pterodactyl i'm gonna make a video about this soon joe pteranodon like monster um known in the movie as the fire demon I forget in the game if they gave him, like, acid or what they gave him, or, like, fireballs. I think he could shoot green fireballs back in the day. But nowadays, uh, what he's kind of known for is he kind of has, like, cinders on his wings that kind of heat up. And uh, that's kind of, like, where the fire comes from. He doesn't, like, breathe fire or anything uh, in the modern movie that I I noticed. But uh, I've always been a huge fan of Rodan. He's one of those kind of classic... Godzilla monsters that uh, Godzilla would fight and then they would be buddies uh, things like that. I've always really enjoyed him. I know you've seen him a little bit Joe. You even recognized him before we even talked about these other ones today. Do you think that design is better than some of the other flying ones that you saw here today or some of the other bipedal ones that you saw?
1: Yes. And why? why?
0: (laughs) Yes. Thank you. That's all I have time for today. I appreciate it.
1: Honestly, maybe I'm wrong. No, like this mega, mega gurus. <laughs> I feel like I'm to me, me, that's more monster-esque, yeah. like what I would expect to crawl out of the depths of the monster island or something, you know, like sure. the only problem I have with um, Rodan is it's basically, okay take a dinosaur and make it a lot bigger and put him on fire a little bit
0: sure
1: kind unfortunately of. and I'm sure he's cool in the movie and everything and i I think I'm gonna go watch that here soon but uh I think uh I think there's something just feels a little cheap about him like sure. you know hmm. kind of like when monster hunter world reskins another monster sometimes sometimes it's just like yeah okay well but I still appreciate it
0: nonetheless okay well, I'm going to fight you on that one because Godzilla is basically a T-Rex and a Sega source they put together and gave him a flame breath. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's fine. No, I'm just kidding. I love Godzilla. See, a little more creative. That's a melting pot. He's of more mel- that's true. If you just got to see his fire, his fireballs that he doesn't shoot in the movie. They they tried to make him more naturalistic in the movie because I think he actually comes from Earth as opposed to Geodora, sure. which doesn't. Uh, maybe a little more. Once you watch the movie, he gets some of the best moments in the movie. Personally, for me, Rodan inadvertently hands it up a bunch he gets some great there's some great stuff in there you're like ah i just really i really like rodan and for some reason i just i picture him and godzilla together they seem more natural to me than some of these other these other crazy ones but then again i love gigan as well which is so very foreign so yeah uh but that's kind of the i don't know like we're not really ranking these things but joe do you have like a favorite one of these godzilla like enemies that you really like or you think would look really good in a like an upcoming godzilla movie
1: um if they're gonna do some space stuff for some reason i feel like orga would be really cool obviously they did that 20 years ago but yeah um and that's even after the zilla one with matthew broderick isn't it
0: yeah that was like three years after because this is toho versus like the godzilla that was made here was more of like its own thing had nothing to do with anything else kind of yeah I huh.
1: think, after, uh, yeah, but that, that would be cool. But then, um, my, f- I really think, I think it would be hard to do, and it's maybe slightly too large scale, and it's just like Godzilla climbs around on it and shoots breath into it. I, I don't know, but, Biolante, 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 Biolante. Uh, I think would be really cool. And if somehow they could tell me that a dead girl and a rose and Godzilla made it, the hats off to them. Yeah. I just really, I don't know what it is, but the aesthetic of it and, and this, even this, you know, dated design is cool. Yeah. Really cool.
0: I still posit that after you watch King of the Monsters and uh, I really think Mecha King Ghidorah is in the works, uh, especially if my, the rumors are to be true about this next movie. But I do think also because they use the Oxygen Destroyer that... And I maybe said this name wrong the first time. But is it Destoroya? Destoroya? Not Destroya, But maybe however you want to say it. There's a chance yeah. that that thing could show up because they've used this device. And they could tease it. And you'd have to be like a pretty well-versed fan in Godzilla lore to like see that at the end of another movie and be like, there's something in the water. And they're like, that's where we detonated the oxygen destroyer. What's that? You know, and that would be like the tease to this thing. Cause it'd be cool. (laughs) A bunch of crabs got together and (laughs) formed a gang. Exactly. They're going to (laughs) come. It's like the reverse version of um, Calypso from Pirates of the Caribbean at world's end. Instead of breaking up into a bunch of crabs, a bunch of crabs come together. And make this thing. You're like, oh my gosh, Um, it's like we gotta get revenge, boys, for Frank and his boys. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like Dracula, but instead of bats, we got crabs. uh, Which uh, I'd watch that for sure. But I still want to see Gigan. Please give me Gigan, Gigan, Gigan. However you want to say it. I just want to see my big blue rooster with chainsaw belly. I don't know how they do it, but I'm I don't care. Like if you're gonna go Mecha, if you're gonna do some of these Mecha creatures, bring Gigan in, give him the laser beam. Let's go crazy. Ugh. Be so good, Joe. I love Godzilla yeah. so much. Um, I wonder if I put the roar in. Maybe I did at the beginning of this. Who knows? And maybe I did. It's a good roar. I'll tell
1: it. you when we went solid in the IMAX, and they'd only like the movie hasn't even started yet, but they they kick things off with the roar in an IMAX. That sound is just like <laughs> it's, already- it's goosebump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets the goosebumps going
0: immediately. You can't not get goosebumps with that. Worth the price of admission alone right there no uh
1: yeah. <laughs> if you
0: look up the godzilla roars from that movie there are a bunch of different ones that they recorded like there's a bunch of ones yeah. they probably didn't even use because i was trying to find ones some of them are like super long like way long <laughs> and it's like whoa um but uh, as people have said um and i think one of our legionnaires tweeted out a while ago uh i think this is zora zora if you're listening hi buddy uh he talked about uh i just like godzilla roaring with every fiber of his being because godzilla does not do Half hearted roar. There's not like a like a gar It's always just rah! he's like, I'll kill everybody. Like, I just oh, my big chunky boy, I love him so much. Got come here, come here, buddy. He used to make noises, Joe, but he doesn't anymore. He used to make noises. This is like original recipe. Oh, god, well, almost original. Yeah. He's dusty. I just, I love you. OG, buddy. OG, he's so great. Uh, and I, I I just adore him. And again, it's so cool, or I shouldn't say cool, but it's interesting to know the origins of the character being that of fear of, um, you know, the nuclear device. Or I should have maybe said atomic age earlier, like nuclear devices and things like that. And he was just like the manifestation of that fear in a creative form. Uh, but yeah, I just, I love the character and I just, I can't wait to see more stuff. And it's cool. Like I get a little bit teary-eyed sometimes when I watch these new movies, because it's like, as a kid, I never thought I'd see the guys in costume movies like this be taken to this level where they're like, all right, what if Godzilla were real and he's a big CGI monster and like and people are running away from him and it kind of looks realistic. Like I watch these fights and I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing it. I'm like, oh. that's cool. I mean, that's
1: admirable that you actually started with the the original Godzilla's like yeah. the
0: guys in suits. Yeah. Um, that's that's something. Thank you. That's something. Thank my parents. Cool. Apparently they were okay with that sort of violence. I don't know if they ever saw me watch the Godzilla versus Gigan stuff. They would be like, there's a lot of blood here. Like, Godzilla's bleeding. Like, you feel bad for him. And, like, as a kid, I was probably like, oh,
1: no. <laughs> like,
0: That's, <laughs> That's, I
1: know. Uh, no. monster can possibly lose that much blood. <laughs> exactly. I'm
0: like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Godzilla. Because um, you, like, start to feel for him. Because some movies he's the villain, but most often he's the hero. So you're like, no, don't die. So. Yeah, uh, if you ever want to trip, go back and watch those. And I think what I'm going to try to do, I'm not sure if I have access to it, but I want to go back and watch the original Godzilla vs. King Kong that came out back in like the 60s. And maybe before that movie comes out, Joe, what we'll do is uh, if I have access to it, maybe I'll watch it and we'll talk about it. But maybe we could talk about ways that that fight could go down. Again, I haven't seen the trailers. I think it'd be kind of like a fun kind of prediction special. But also this fight has been done in the past. And uh, that one actually had a bunch of um, like um, American or it was there's a lot of like American actors in it, which was really weird for me because I was used to a lot of the English dub of like just Japanese actors. So it was really strange because they would have like news reporters who were American talking about this fight that was going to go down and they would describe the differences in uh, brain power from Godzilla to King Kong. Like people were kind of saying like, oh, Godzilla will obviously win or King Kong will obviously win for these reasons. So it's a really weird movie, but I remember enjoying that a lot as a kid. I was always like in King Kong compared to these other monsters is just a giant ape. You know what I mean? Like, these other things are, like, crazy. Like, just insanity. Yeah. It's like, for some odd reason, him fighting King Kong has always been a big deal. Like, it's always a big deal. Like, it's just like, ah, Maybe it's because it's like, if we humans were ever a monster, the closest thing would be is, like, King Kong, you know? It's like, what if we fought Godzilla? You know what I, Maybe that's the... That's true. Primal connection? Yeah. Primal. I, uh, yeah,
1: primal connection. I, I have a tough time grasping... King Kong as big as Godzilla. It's it's hard to believe Godzilla in his own right, but now because gorillas are real, right? <laughs> and yeah, I picture exactly. that that size. I'm like, I can't. No, I can't do
0: it. I can. Just gotta. Just All gotta I have say, imagination.
1: King Kong wins tenfold. The second King Kong gets a hand on the jaws.
0: Split them wide open, okay. Yeah, you'll have to tune back in for my rebuttal. Um, (laughs) just bring out like this huge, like, thesis, it's like 200 pages, and I'll be like, Godzilla versus King Kong, an in depth analysis of why Godzilla would win every time. If you
1: think the strength, agility, sure, uh, no, uh, everything that a gorilla currently is, and you multiply it times a kajillion or what, however big they freaking are. Mm That's gonna rip things to shreds, including the world. Okay, sure.
0: Like the bite strength of a crocodile, yeah, or maybe like a T Rex, or yeah,
1: multiply that times a kajillion, and it's—I mean—things are just. And little... it has
0: a laser beam. Okay, it's an atomic breath, but I mean like—no, no, no. I meant I'm talking about Godzilla. i was saying the other end of it. He's, yeah, he's... oh. All right. Like a kajillion, whatever. Anyway, well, maybe we'll talk about this because that'd be fun. Because apparently, this is not as one-sided as I thought it was going to be. This will be great, and then we can have we can have um our dogs are in the fight. Well, I shouldn't say dogs because I hate dog fighting. Anybody who does dog fighting should just get wrecked. Um, we've got our. Mm, Boxers in the fight, but I really um I have a feeling <laughs> no, again <this> dogs. <laughs> no, not dogs. No, we're gonna, no, no dogs. Um uh it's gonna be like Batman versus Superman though, where it's obviously gonna be like the like they're they fight a bit and third party. I think there'll be a third party. There's always a third party yeah. in these versus movies. They can't commit to it. Unlike well, Civil War does have a third party, Captain America Civil War, but they do a good job of committing to the fight. And you know what? I respect it. I respect it. Anyway. Uh so yes, we would each have our, our, our ponies in the race. There we go. I thought of a better analogy. I did it. Uh <laughs> I hate horse racing. <laughs> I hate it. I hate when they're running in circles. We'll all have our cars in the NASCAR race. Alright. All right. All We're right. in circles, you know what I mean? Our just, cars are the demo derby. They're just VH, they're just burning no gasoline, car. they're ruining the environment for no real reason except for my entertainment. I hope they explode, but no one gets hurt. Um anyway. Uh, so that maybe will come up if people want it so it's either we could do that in the future guys or a Yu-Gi-Oh show or both uh, maybe not one and the same that would be really fun to go back to anyway uh, let's just get to the next segment of the show Joe did you hear that? Joe what is it Jimmy? Joe? Joe it's, it's three doors three doors just appeared right here once again and guess what they've come back for you no no That's right, Joe! It's time for Mystery Villain Date! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I won't be using Spanish Flea this time because we got a copyright claim last time, so we're going to use some different music. I hope you don't notice the difference, but I brought it to your attention. So here we go, Joe! Are you ready to guess who your mystery dates are and now complete with their own specialized dates for the ones you pick? Mm-hmm.
1: Indubitably good, sir.
0: All right, this is good. I've been stuck inside for a long time. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> that's just a little, a little something for me there. All right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> if you want to play along at home, you're more than welcome to because, uh, you know, Joe will probably get these pretty quick. He's a smart guy. But Joe, there there are there are three three celebrity villains behind the doors that you can't see behind me here. Uh, I have a little description. Email or mail. Ah uh, you'll find out. Um, and could, could be either. could be, be, either. Could that be either. That was a clarification. I of you. try to go for fairness here. we try to try try to mix them up a little bit. Anyway, okay. I'll be describing them briefly, giving you a quote of uh, from one of them from you know kind of something they're famous for. and then you have to guess who they are because if you don't guess they will kill us and the show will be over forever. Uh, you have no lifelines, you have no help, except for me maybe quietly whispering into the microphone in a terrified manner. Anyway, uh, are you ready to play?
1: I am ready, my friend. (laughs) I am ready.
0: He's a ruthless businessman and the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. While he does have a penchant for malevolence, he oftentimes thinks he is best suited to rule over humanity. His genius level IQ has led him to create various devices and armors to combat any heroes, super or otherwise, from interfering with his plans. Here's the quote offer. Offer. Here is the quote he offered us up today, if you go too fast they will kill us. Some people can read War and Peace and come away thinking it's a simple adventure story. Others can read the ingredients on a chewing gum wrapper and unlock the secrets of the universe. Who is your mystery villain date?
1: Lex Luthor.
0: That's correct, Joe. You'll have to save your answers for the end. The, the viewers want to play too, Joe. You can't take it away from them. And my bad, my bad. If you do, it, I, I... if you choose Lex as your mystery villain date, then he promises a lovely tour of his business's HQ. That sounds pretty fun, doesn't it?
1: Is there Canada Dry there?
0: There is so much Canada dry there. Uh, Canada was it? Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper is not affiliated with LexCorp. Uh, Just (laughs) just had to throw that on there quick because they probably want to be our new sponsors. Eventually, our eventual sponsors, I should say, do not want to be tied to an evil fictional organization. Uh, But by the way, wouldn't that be some great product placement in a movie? You're like, we're gonna be the bad guys, pop like bending machines. It's just all Canada dry and LexCorp. They're just like. Why is, yeah. it, why is there so much ginger ale around this place? So, I That's like That's
1: all, you, these companies need to start thinking this way. This would be great. Yeah.
0: All right, that was door number one. Joe, here's your next mystery villain. She's the long hidden away daughter of a powerful Norse god who just wants to rule all. Her beauty is only matched by her abilities in combat. Capable of bringing down an entire army single-handedly, our mystery lady is never opposed to a fight. She also has a passion for harboring knowledge of past misdeeds and information on ancient gods. Here's a brief quote she offered up. Asgard is dead, and it will be reborn in my image. Who is your mystery villain? Hela. That's correct! <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, gosh. Out of any of what we've had so far, I wouldn't want to fight her. Uh, she promises a lovely yeah. tour of Asgard after she rules it. So if you um, if you want to tour I mean, of Asgard, that sounds pretty good. I mean, I
1: saw, I saw Thor Ragnarok. Probably the only good thing in it. I would... Uh...
0: The, continue on That's Sorry. Right. we love you Kate I mean Hella. Uh, it's not Kate uh, anyway <laughs> here we go the last individual on this list is quite the powerhouse a demon from another realm our mystery guy is all about conquering everything utilizing the connection he established with a human a while back he now seeks out his daughter to, to act as a portal allowing him to invade our world taller than most skyscrapers and rocking four glowing eyes he's the ideal date if you ever worry about getting separated in a crowd this is the quote he provided us today. You may have retained some trace of my power, but you are still no threat to me, little girl. I am your creator. Who is your mystery villain? Uh. Oh, Jimmy,
1: this is bad, bro. I, I know we were.
0: I, I, no, I, uh, I,
1: uh, I.
0: No. Please, please, Joe, look at. Come on, to give you a little hint. I'm gonna give you a little hint.
1: Trigon. There we oh. go. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's correct.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh god. Uh, he says if you choose oh, him. Oh, I only
1: know from Titans.
0: He he promises to give you a date anywhere over the realms that he's conquered. So, Joe, it's now up to you to choose between Lex Luthor, Hella, or Trigon as your mystery date.
1: <laughs> now it's not because all their two are men. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, I mean, who wouldn't pick Helen? I mean, it's like, I mean, she's like deaf, basically. I mean, yeah, I'm all about it.
0: An excellent choice! Uh...
1: (laughs) I mean, I I would, I'd be her, you know, palm palm fanner at at her throne or grape feeder. I don't care, I'll... I'll I'll go to Asgard. Well,
0: it's okay. It's more of a hang date. Out. You're kind of on equal footing here. For some other reason, she's into this, so it's all good. All right. It, sure right. I will uh, take full uh, advantage. Well, Let's you go. go. You know what? And sometimes these can be these can be bro dates if you want. Like if you just want to hang out with Lex and Lex Tower. <laughs> you know, sometime in the future, if you find a villain that you it doesn't matter. And at home, if you're playing along, did you get them all right? Did you? Who are you picking a date with? I mean, all these ones are pretty good uh i feel like trigon would be kind of weird especially if he was skyscraper tall whatever you like
1: that'd be a little weird uh, <laughs> can you hear me up there uh nah, asgard for sure i want to go to asgard
0: yeah asgard would be cool like pre-destruction yeah. uh like yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah when yeah. it existed
0: yeah this this show uh supersedes all time and space so thank you joe for playing uh mystery villain day to buddy i hope people like the segment uh <laughs> I funny. do,
1: yeah. It's actually fun. I, I like that,
0: yeah. Ah, yes. I finally did something unique. It only took me like 250 episodes, and I did it. Uh, <laughs> it's just working up to it. A- anyway, it's time to move on to that segment of the show. I like to call, Joe likes to call. We all do like to call. Time killers. Do you hear that, everyone? Because it's the bell and it tolls for you and your free time um uh, in time we talk about all the things we kill time with as far as uh, fun stuff goes usually joe what have you been slaying uh chronos with my friend is that a thing you can say i'm saying it now it sounds like a god of war thing no that's fine
1: huh, lately what have i been killing time with to yep. be honest jimmy not a whole heck of a lot um Nothing I haven't already covered in previous episodes. Um, maybe I'm struggling right now for something fresh.
0: That's okay. There's nothing? Nothing new? No new movies? No new TV shows?
1: Oh, TV. Oh, I was catching up on new episodes of... Last Man Standing? Oh. And? Right? With Tim Allen?
0: Yeah, that's the one. Did you that see... Is
1: um as yeah know. I just enjoyed I I liked uh it was uh <laughs> it was him from Tool Time I was gonna say it was the Tim the Toolman oh, Tool
0: Yeah
1: Tim the Toolman Taylor it was him and um Which is weird We look a lot alike except for my hair is not as gray <laughs> Yeah well you know the hair dye does wonders Um it was good it it wasn't as great as it could have been but it was It was him playing himself and all. It was still something. It was like wow, that was it was a cool little nostalgic injection, and it it was great. I liked it. I just like that show. There's something nice about it. The only thing that does get annoying, and I get it happens, is the change out
0: of the characters. Um, Oh, do they? Oh, because some of the actors leave. Yeah,
1: one of the daughters changed um, in the past season. Um, So next season, yeah um and she was good i liked that daughter or that actress who played her did a good job and and it just there's something slightly jarring about how this girl plays the character versus how that girl played the character and you know so um and then one girl who played a daughter off at college or pursuing other opportunities um you know and that one you can't complain about as much because they you know kind of write it off a little bit you know but uh, nonetheless, I just, I, I thought, I think that shows good vibes. I kind of enjoy it. Um, I've always liked Tim Allen and um, that show, I didn't realize how many seasons there were of that show. And I actually went back and when I was sick with COVID back in July, I just watched front to back and I loved it. got me through my toughest times during the COVID
0: uh, days. It got you through. It helped you survive. I that it did, buddy. That that's beautiful. So, anywho, that's
1: really only been my time killer. I've been rewatching Archer, like I talked about last week, mm-hmm. and um, playing some Monster Hunter with you, my guy. And then um, barely any Modern Warfare, just a little bit now and again, uh, Warzone. But uh, that's it for me. Nice, really, not much else new. So, um,
0: yeah. How about yourself, pal? I don't have much new besides that. Uh, kind of the same stuff. Uh, I've been going through all like the DC animated films that are on. HBO Max. There's some that I've seen, some that I don't remember seeing all the way through. They're fine. Uh, There's some pretty cool animation in some of them. I did finally watch and I finally finished up all of Batman Beyond, which includes the Return of the Joker movie. And then also there was this thing called Epilogue that was like the third season finale of Justice League Unlimited. So basically what happened is Batman Beyond had three seasons And then a lot of their stuff got kind of folded into Justice League, like a lot of their animators, because that was a much more popular show. And then to kind of give that show finality to it, they made one last episode that you can see in Justice League. So if you want to see kind of the end of, more or less of Terry McGinnis as Batman, um, or where that kind of ended up, uh, they do a really nice job kind of, you know, tying a little bow on it and I love it. But the Return of the Joker um, movie is super good, uh, because they find a way to bring Mark Hamill's Joker, you know, forward 50 years into the future after he's uh, presumably dead. And the kind of the mystery behind it's pretty interesting. But the thing I want to talk about specifically, the hand-drawn style looks so good, and the explosions in this movie, I don't know how they do it. Not only do they sound good, but they look incredible. There's a lot of, like, explosions that go into other explosions. I don't know if that's just, like, early 2000s, just, like, everything needs to blow up. But, man, it's great, and if you ever watch this thing, you hopefully will like it too, because sometimes you're like, oh, that was a pretty good one, and then it's just like, boom, 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 and you're like, whoa, and this is like hand-drawn animated stuff, and for some reason, it, it resonates with me. Plus, I just love Will Friedel's uh, performance as Terry McGinnis, who you guys would know him most prominently, probably from his other voice acting works as Ron from Kim Possible, or live action as Eric, uh, Corey's older brother in Boy Meets World, where he plays a pretty wacky guy. But in Batman Beyond, he plays it very straight, and he does a great job. So, yes, go check out all the Batman Beyond-related stuff you possibly can. You won't regret it. At least I don't. I've been trying to watch the animated series, Joe, like the original Batman stuff. It's a little slow. It's a little slow. Um, but hopefully it'll pick up. I just love Batman Beyond, man. It's just, like, all action. <laughs> I just it, The 20-minute episodes go by so fast. Anyway, um... That's pretty much everything, for the most part. And I've been playing Shadow of War. I have to look up, because this one's Shadow of Mordor. Playing the sequel, Shadow of War. Still good. And I... We beat Dark Souls with the group, with the the Legionnaires They helped me beat Dark Souls. Thank you, team. If you're listening to this team, thank you so much. And then we're on to Dark Souls 2. It was a gift, and I appreciate that so much, so we're streaming some of that. And, uh, yeah, just a bunch of stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, Finally, Joe, let's just move into oh. that, that, that last segment that I love to call community feedback
1: and questions
0: that's right my personal favorite segment uh, Joe we got some questions here uh, I know I sent them to you so I don't know if you've had time to percolate on them but um, I will read them off here these came in from our discord thank you so much and again you guys can send this, these to us anytime if you like have an idea even after this show just tweet it at us and we'll probably come back and find it uh, which I love so much but again Mechareka and Cavi are coming in hot uh joe do you have them up in front of you or do you want me to read them uh read them okay, okay. I, i've got them okay he's got him. he's got him. all right this is from Mechareca. he's got two right here what makes a good side quest in your opinion and what side quest tropes should disappear from games altogether in the future joe i want to take point on this because i know i'll probably have a little do more it. to say first off i want to answer your second question first what side quest tropes should disappear from games altogether in the future really stupid pointless fetch quests where it's like Hi, my name's Bob, and I know you're the hero, and I was wondering if you could go over to that thing over there and grab me that thing and bring it over here. It's like, why doesn't oh, Bob yeah. do it? Yeah. Like, There's so many of those types of quests. Uh, there was a
1: little bit of that in um, recently Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, there was? A little bit. Oh, sure. Yeah, there was a little bit of go get me that and bring it back, Yeah, and I'll give you money or whatever. I, I mean, it was a little lame. But.
0: It's like a classic storytelling kind of thing or like old fashioned medieval fantasy thing would be like, they can't like, it makes more sense if it's like a really old person or someone who just physically can't get to a thing. But when it's such a stupid thing where it's like, Oh, it's there's a flower in this forest and I need it, but it's guarded by monsters. And I like that helps it a little, but I just think fetch quests in general are stupid or or can be kind of boring. Uh, And then what makes a good side quest? I think anyone that actually like plays back into like your character And one I really want to talk about, and I've talked about it a little bit in the past, but I'll just briefly uh, summarize. Ghost of Tsushima, my favorite game of the year. One of the reasons why uh, from 2020 is that the side quests were with individuals that continued throughout the story. And they would fight alongside you, which was like going to happen one way or another in some of the battles. But it made me feel more connected to them because I did the side quests with them and learned more about them. And that's what I like is when side quests have... Story and meaningful progression, not only maybe to your character, but to the lore of the world like that kind of stuff that makes me want to do side quests. Where I'm like, Oh, I care more about this person because I helped them and now they're helping me, and you know, we do stuff together and that kind of stuff. That's great. Um, so more of that, please. I like it, Jody. Have anything to add? I know you're not so much into RPGs as much, but
1: um. Yeah. I mean, my only real experiences with it were like recently with, uh, uh, cyberpunk. Um, I, yeah, I mean, side quests, I think I do enjoy. And sometimes like you say, if you have, or if you have multiple side quests with like the same character going back to help them with different tasks, I, I enjoy that. I like that. I think it's development beyond the main core story or, uh, you know, the main path. I, I enjoy that. um, And it it just feels like bonus content to me Um, as long as it has some sort of substance. um, I I think you hit the nail on the head where I just don't want it to be, go get me this and bring it back. If I'm going to get you something, it better be like a trying test of like, you know, fun action where it actually feels like it was worth my time. I don't want it to be a, I'm just driving or I'm riding or walking to that point. I got to kill one thing quick and then I grab it and come back or whatever it may be. Yeah. I just think they need to have some substance to them and maybe a little bit of meaning. Um, And I think uh, when you reconnect with a character on a side quest, like, you know, this person needs this and it's Mary from, you know, two, two side quests ago. It's like, Oh yeah, Mary, I'll help you out. I I like that. Um, You know, I I think it's good uh, development for, um, you know, not only your own character who you're playing as, um, but the characters that you come into contact with, I think that's nice.
0: Yeah, anyway. totally. Uh, this isn't necessarily side quest stuff, but I could just hear people yelling at me to talk about this just briefly. Uh, if we could do away with escort missions and or tailing missions, uh, in most games they don't really do them well enough and a lot of people get frustrated, like Assassin's Creed, where it's like you have to be in the right radius to hear these people or they're out of sight and you have to follow them around for a while, or an escort mission where you have to like bring a person through a place and they can't protect themselves and you have to protect them from everything else and they've got like a health bar that keeps going down as they get, you know, taking hits and stuff. And it's like, uh, uh, so side quests don't have that. Also, side quests, I think, should always be optional. If they if the game forces you to do a side quest, I feel like there's a problem with the core uh, game or story or campaign. Uh, I just, I hate when it's like, well, you got to do side quests to level up. Like that should be an optional choice for you as opposed to being like, well, you have to do it. And it's like, like complete three side quests before you move on to the next portion. It's like, what? Like (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. So great question. Mecharekka. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. I feel like we could do a whole show on that. So uh, please, please send in more, man. You've got great questions. So good. Uh, This next one comes in from, like we were saying before, uh, Zora Caviar. He says, feel like weighing in on the Godzilla versus Kong discussion. Oh, don't you worry about it, buddy. It sounds like we're doing a whole show on that. Right, Joe? Right, <laughs> he said sheepishly. Um, uh, favorite Godzilla andor Kong movies that you've seen, Joe. Have you seen any like did you watch Peter Jackson's King Kong? Did you watch that one?
1: I did, yeah, with Samuel Jackson.
0: No, that one's um, that's Kong Skull Island.
1: Oh, yeah, Peter Jackson's where there's actually like T Rex. Yep, characters like that have heads as big as their body.
0: Classic, like old school King Kong. Well, it's, okay, you're you're embellishing. The T Rex heads weren't as big as their bodies. They are large heads. I'll give you that much. They were freaking big. <laughs> yeah, they're big. <laughs> uh But do any of those jump out at you? You said Godzilla nineteen ninety eight or seven was maybe your favorite.
1: Yeah, you I liked I liked the Zilla one with Matt, Matthew Broderick. I liked the whole within. Um, you know, like Madison Square Garden was like hollowed out underneath, and you know, a nest or whatever. It's very I mean, Jurassic it was, Park. It was yeah. yeah, it was very Jurassic Park esque, and there was something to it. Do I, and, and not to mention, it resonated with me because as a kid, I I liked the cartoon, yeah, um, Godzilla, you know, and that was the one that they had, the one with like the Zilla. boat haul face. I've got and a stuff. DVD of that man
0: in my other room. Yeah, like yeah, oh, it's so great.
1: Yeah, and he's a he's a lot smaller than our modern day film Godzilla or the one that they try to portray in the older films um so it's it's a different vibe but I liked it I thought it was fine and then you know the the eggs hatch and then they're being chased around throughout Madison Square Garden I mean it was intense it was very Jurassic
0: Park-esque like you say so easily easily got me I have to go back. I want to might want to go see that old King Kong movie. The only problem I have with the Peter Jackson King Kong is I know how it goes down like most King Kong movies and it's just kind of sad, but that movie is like it's like the movie he got into movie making for cuz that old King Kong and he like wanted to do King Kong and it's got a crazy cast, like Adrian Brody, Jack Black. Like it's it's weird. It's, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's but it's cool. It and it's also if you have arachnophobia or a fear of darkness or a fear of bugs in dark, do not watch this movie. It is like his horror roots are like springing forth. Like it is a ton of creepy crawly stuff in that movie. So uh, beware. Uh, how likely is a Monster Hunter Rise Godzilla versus Kong crossover on a scale from one to ten? How cool would it be to silk bind? Uh, Pilot Kong and knock the shoot out of Godzilla. <laughs> uh, it'd be pretty cool. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Two. Do you, yeah, I think because it's the Nintendo one, it's smaller. Do you think Godzilla... I think if it was Monster Hunter World there'd be a higher chance, because they were teaming up with everybody. Like... <laughs> Like, oh, was that so-
1: was like CD Project Red with uh, the... The Witcher uh, stuff, which was nuts because it was stuff, years yeah.
0: after. Like, oh my gosh, like the Leshen, they couldn't like... It's like they went into my brain and they're like, which monster would you like, Jimmy? And it was like, the Leshen. And they're like, here it is. And I'm like, oh God, it's <laughs> actually kind of tough. <laughs> I don't know why they talk like that. That's inside my head. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Joe. It's probably like a, a one or a two. I'm sorry. That would be cool crossover. <laughs> um, and then he said, how soon... Uh, before Capcom just makes a monster versus monster fighting game, which um MechaReka kind of posted one of an old one. Uh, it's called Sh- uh, Shadow's Um, which is just like monsters fighting monsters. I think it could be a possibility. I could see them doing as the next offshot, So they do Monster Hunter World 2. And then the next one isn't Rise, but it's like Monster Hunter versus or Monster Hunter Fight Pit or something like that, where it's just like, you're like, all right, I level up my Rathian. Cool. To fight like a, a basil goose, whatever a basil juice, It's like slapping it and, <laughs> and fighting it and stuff, dude. That'd be so cool. Like, wouldn't it be you sweet? Beetle juice, dude. If you're, what if you could play as Nergigante? And you're like, I'm leveling up my Nergigante. He's going to be so dope. We can we can run raids together. You, you got your I mean, Rathalos, I got my Nergigante. Let's do it. We've, been,
1: we've talked about the whole monster versus hunter thing, and you play as the monster. But yeah, there'd have to be a lot of rules to it. It's just maybe not as practical. But monster versus monster?
0: Could be cool. I pick Zora Magdaros. <laughs> you're like, I can't. <laughs> I'm a mountain. Like, just can't get <laughs> off my back. I'm turning. I'll get you.
1: (laughs) Why can't I? I can't seem to hurt this mountain. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, But would you be into that? I think that'd be cool.
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Not like uh, uh, DC. Oh, God, what's the game called? Come on, man.
0: I don't know. DC. The D-
1: DC, Superman, Batman, all the guys Injustice. fighting each other.
0: It's spring break. Yeah, Justice God's the I'm sorry. I don't mean it to be like a side. It's not like a – it wouldn't be like that necessarily, but it could be. I'm thinking more of like a third-person – Like Like Monster Hunter
1: World, but it's two monsters. I
0: couldn't imagine. Well, I guess it would be easier in some ways to have it be like a a 2D fighter. (laughs) Just, there you go. (laughs) It's like, come on, come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me at him. Let me at him. Belcon has just got the tail
0: back over its head. It's like, I'm going to (laughs) stab you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Little stabby stab.
0: Oh my gosh, dude. I just uh that'd be so like you start off the game be like, yeah, my great Jagras is pretty OP now. You're just coming out on the battlefield it's <laughs> like a big great Jagras Oh, you get like a cape and stuff? Would you allow like armor sets for the monsters? Could they have like capes and things or like bandanas? Yeah, eye patches. I,
1: I I'm, I'm gonna probably give this a hard pass. <laughs> oh here my I god, see. dude. I want an eye
0: patch on my Narcagate. He's like, I've seen things. And I lost because I've seen too much. <laughs> I got you on that one. I got him. I got him. You guys can't see him, but he's choking on his die canada drive.
1: <laughs> I've seen things or did he see things? Yeah, that's why he lost I couldn't his eye. tell. It, it seemed close but it might have been far. I don't know. It uh my depth perception ain't what it used to be. What if all teamed
0: up like that and then you like, get like a fatalist and like in a cutscene Nergaante with the eye patch backs up and you're like Nergaante, what's wrong? And he's like, "That's the thing that took my eye." <laughs> you're like Nergaante, it's okay." And he's like, "No, I gotta get out of here." <laughs> Just flies away. Oh my gosh! I just love Derek gigante. I think he's great. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see that game. I think it could happen, but it'll be a while. I think now that it's really popular here in the West, I think there's the potential for anything. Honestly, like you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, more Monster Hunter. Sure. Is there ever? Is I there, love Monster Hunter. More I Monster, Monster Hunter. Just more, more of it. Just give me freaking all of it. I don't care. Whatever gimmick you got, let's try it out. Even though I probably still I wish- get rise. But, uh,
1: yeah, I um, wish I had it on PC like if i had like a gaming laptop i could take it w- everywhere with me and oh, had it on pc yeah
0: man That'd be those, the only problem with that game is it is not a pickup and play like i'm sure monster Hunter rise helps it a little in that regard but like those fights it's not unless you have the equipment for it those fights are not just like a oh 15 minutes and it's done it's like it might turn into 45 minutes <laughs> You're like we're chasing oh, it yeah. i gotta get back to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, there's a
1: bit to those hunts like we what was the one we did? didbrachioadose oh raging Brachydos.
0: Brachy. Yeah.
1: that was like 40 minutes yeah. 35 40 minutes something like that oh which that by the long. way
0: we didn't say this Joe we took out furious Raging not as bad as um ragingbrachchyidos or as cool I don't think. He was fine. Hell, I
1: thought it might have been a little easier than normal, Rajang. Yeah, I think we were just. <laughs> Don't know a, why? I didn't think it was that bad.
0: We were all tuned up for because of Raging Brocky We were we were nervous about every hit, uh, and that's why I think we were yeah, better against him. Right. Because that that fight, man they, they 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 overdid it and outdid themselves with the ending of that fight. It's like a whole thing with the Raging Brocky Anything like Rajang is just kind of like yeah, furious Rajang. He's just kind of. Hanging out with Bon Barrow. Yeah. Hangs out, you know. That, that,
1: that's true. I do love the environmental effect and the way the Raging Brachios one ends. It's uh it's interesting. It's yeah. it's well well done.
0: Well done indeed. Well, guys, thank you so much for sending in your questions. Uh, please feel free in the future to send in questions, topics, ideas like this. I love hearing from you guys, and we want to make a show. That is for you. So all you have to do is you can just tweet at us. You can use the hashtag critical podcast if you want to, but you can tweet at the official account for critical reviews, which is at go critical. Or you can tweet at me personally. I'm at Jimmy Good013 because 13 is my favorite number. And Twitter not give me Jimmy Good. So it's like, come on, Twitter. If you guys want to help me out, tweet at Twitter and tell them to give me just Jimmy Good. Not just Jimmy Good, just at Jimmy Good. Sorry, Joe. What's your Twitter account?
1: Mine is at Joe Lever underscore six two seven. Boom.
0: Excellent. Which is funny because on your Instagram it's J Lever627. I have to keep tagging <laughs> yeah. you and keep looking it up. Mine's at Jimmy Farrier Good, so it's like we we don't have all these you know the same why would we i should
1: should make twitter and instagram the same it'd be easier but uh, i'm not really often tagged in things except for your stuff so
0: yeah our stuff baby baby. (laughs) oh that you just got to be on there a little people people love you joe they love your they love your thoughts i saw that this month that there were there's some an artist i'm following who is every day of the month he's doing a different monster from monster hunter and i was like oh he's like drawing a different oh. monster from monster hunter i was like that's so cool that's cool some people are doing that this month i was like oh because it's a shorter month they can kind of you know do that i just want to see what his Nergigante sure. looks like he did a great devil joe i was like that's pretty good really yeah yeah it's yeah. very cartoony, there's a lot of good art there.
1: there's a lot of yeah. good art there though those designs are something else oh
0: yeah they're excellent i love them so much uh if you want to support the channel the biggest thing you can do just comment just leave a comment down below. There's a bunch of probably things popping up here for like our Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. We have a spreadsheet and we also have an Amazon affiliate link. So if you, for some odd reason you do want to buy something on Amazon and it's a free way to help the channel, for some odd reason you click on that and then buy something. We get kickbacks. I don't know how it works. Magic. It's magic. Who knows? Just buy yourself two or three cases of Die Canada Dry. We are not sponsored by Dr. Pepper Die Canada Dry. However, we would love to be. Honestly, we'd be sponsored That's by crazy. most of you. What? That's- <laughs> Says you have with me? I'm
1: sponsored. I'm sponsored. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
0: Joe. Joe's got sponsorship. Um, yeah. You got can diet Canada dry. All I've got, all the fruit smoothies of the naked fruit smoothies or whatever. Oh, those are good. Oh, my gosh, I could drink a bunch of those. Anyway, uh, Joe, any final thoughts before we wrap it up here? No. No, probably not. No, no. <laughs> He's got to get ready for his date with Hella. He's gonna go. Check out Asgard, man. Uh I'm
1: probably gonna go scroll through to the highlights on Godzilla King of the Monsters, because now I wanna see Dude. No, just watch the whole thing. It's
0: it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The human drama is it's fine in this one. Like it's
1: Oh yeah, and it's got the guy from um Friday Night Lights in it, right? And
0: bloodline. And bloodlines, all oh, man, super good. And we're not talking about our boy Ben Mendel Mendelson, no. which would be so great if they made him like. Bomb. Are you
1: blind? <laughs> Deploy
0: the garrison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, so great every time. <laughs> um, yeah, if you get, if you did make it to the end of this, uh, we will be using the hashtag hashtag. Um, ooh, no one will know how to spell Biolante. We'll just say. Hashtag Godzilla. Because we talked about Godzilla monsters this week. Godzilla villains. Hashtag Godzilla villains. There you go. I'll put that all together.
1: Rogue to Gallery. <gasps>
0: no, it's too long. We're, we're asking too much. Okay, too long. Yeah, godzilla's continues. rogue gallery villains you know i think we usually get like one person who tweets these at us so i'm <laughs> trying to make the barrier for entry as low as possible it's not like a hurdle they have to do like a backflip over uh <laughs> it's like it needs to be one inch off the ground and they're like okay step over it um yeah so comment down below and let us know what you think of the show and tell us about your favorite godzilla villains or maybe you don't have one and you're just like i found out about these for the first time today and check out that link um like i said before with the screen rant one just so you can see them all so thank you screen rant for just existing for us to do this episode anyway joe thank you for being here i appreciate it thank you yes i
1: appreciate it as well good sir
0: and i also appreciate everybody watching and listening and until next time just remember to adapt and overcome bye -bye.